Hello everyone, welcome to Tiff Totally, Tiffany Leonard here. It's been a minute, um, but, you know, things have been, there's been a lot of changes going on as I explained, you know, I was dealing with moving and then I was sick, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I totally didn't mean for it to be this long and then I wanted to you know, trying to continue into the crime shows and, or the medical shows and the soap operas before I had moved. And then I was pretty sick for two weeks with like bronchitis or cold. It was, it was nasty. So, and then amongst all that, I had to move and just getting settled in and everything. But you know, it feels good to actually be making an episode again and, you know, just sharing myself with you all and hopefully get back into the swing of things sooner uh, rather than later. Um, you know, I'm going to continue, of course, uh, updating the medical shows and the soap operas. I haven't forgotten, but I wanted to make sure I, like, updated everybody just to kind of give you... Um, and just kind of tell everyone where I'm at and what I've been going through, um, because every now and again, I like to do that. Um, you know, and things, you know, as stressful as it's been, everything has turned out really, so far, really well for the best. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I couldn't have imagined that so many changes such as this happening within the last like few weeks I never pictured it going as smoothly and as well as it has and I, I never really even imagined myself handling it as well as I have either usually you know when it comes to you know lots of big changes my anxiety it gets pretty bad and you know, yeah, I do have medications that I can take, but they do, they make me drowsy, and I don't always like to medicate myself to try and get through anxiety, so sometimes I try to power through it, but I feel like this has been something more positive that I just think my body and my mind you know, just kind of knew that this was the change that I so needed. Um, so as I had said before, like for the past seven years, I've been like a resident of a small town, Cudahy, which is Milwaukee County in Wisconsin, but it's, it's a very small suburb, pretty small town. Um, you know, and I love the familiarity of it all and having a lot of things close by and, and you know, the people around me. Um, but I got to say, I'm now living in Milwaukee, so closer to downtown Milwaukee, um, which I thought it would be really loud, really busy, pretty chaotic, but it's actually been pretty peaceful um, you know, during the day, it's nice to, you know, do quite a bit of people watching, lots of cars and traffic, um, even dogs, like, I just, I love seeing it, so, and then at night, it's, 
it's pretty quiet. Like, I never thought that it'd be so quiet. I feel like it's quieter over here than where I previously lived, which is really crazy. Um, especially considering this is actually the inner city. So, um, you know, I have like an awesome view of the Milwaukee River. You know, I'm really, you know, being close to downtown Milwaukee, there's like so many like restaurants and shops and parks and places to go, uh, which I haven't really checked out a whole lot yet. But, you know, my boyfriend and I will definitely be doing some exploring uh, you know, and later on in the spring and into the summer, of course. So should be fun to check on all that. But just my entire living environment in general is so much better. Um, you know, where I was before, even though, again, I was so familiar with Cudahy and, you know, I really like, I love my neighbors I realize now how much I truly did not like where I was living. I thought I did. I thought I, I, I mean, I felt safe there. I felt comfortable there because I, I, for seven years, I had built a home there, a routine, kind of like, I don't want to say like a reputation, but I just, I really built my life there. So many things, like that was my first apartment you know, like, that's where I adopted the cats and brought them home. You know, it's where I first had, like, couple relationships within those walls. Um, you know, I've started the podcast living there. I've that's pretty much when I discovered who I was and, uh, you know, discovered the type of woman that I want to be and where I made so many strides and became so independent. And I feel like that was the place that pretty much basically built me as a woman, as an adult, like I have the home that built me as a child and teenager. And then I had my own first place where I grew independently as my own person. And I feel like that's why I thought I was happy there because of all those things that have occurred. But I'll tell you, the first night that I was in my new apartment, I, my health, first of all, has drastically improved. Like every day when I was living in my previous apartment, I would always feel sick, like just nauseous, headaches, you know, my body aching, like Every day, I just felt like I had some type of the flu going on. And, you know, where I used to live, it was an older, a very much older building that needed, you know, several renovations that just weren't always being kept up to code. And it was very, like, dark and probably just, like, so full of, like, 
I don't want to make it sound like I was living in like this horrible rundown place because it was just an older place that the people that were, you know, like running it and like, oh, that owned it didn't really necessarily keep up with it. You know, when you have any type of building, no matter how old it is, you have to keep up with like renovations and codes and everything like that. And so there were certain things about it that, that just wasn't happening. And also where I lived, like, because the building was so old, you know, it was built in like the 1920s, 1930s. It was close to 100 years old. So when the building actually first started out, it was like a bakery and some kind of store and a pharmacy. Like, that's what that building was when it was first, like, established back in the day. Then in the mid to late 70s is when... It was bought out as an apartment built and turned into apartments. So you've got to think within that time, since like the 70s, a lot of things just were pretty much that old. And then it was December, January, that the landlord that had it since the 70s sold it. And so this new guy, like, I don't even really, he's, he's a straight up jerk. And he, you know, he wanted to make an investment and make the building more, I guess you could say habitable. But in doing that, you know, he was just going to raise the rent prices and it, it just was too crazy. Like I, you know, I, I couldn't, him and I like just wouldn't have it, the dynamic just wouldn't have worked. And not only that, I just, I, I wouldn't have been able to afford the rent either way. So I had to move. And um, I was, I was sad about it. I was worried about not just uprooting myself, but the cats. Um, you know, I had Lucy and Ethel, the guinea pigs, and um, I wasn't able to bring them with me. But they did get adopted to a really good family. Um you know, it was a younger couple and they had two young children and, um, I've checked in on them and from time to time and they are doing, they're doing really well. They're really spoiled. And so, you know, I'm really glad that I, I was very hesitant about having to give away the guinea pigs because of course I, I love them. They, you know, they were a part of me as well. And, um, you know, I, with having the two cats, I just, I wasn't able to make it work bringing them with. Um, so, you know, in the end, it turned out well for them. You know, the cats, they love the new place. Like, Trisha has always been like a, you know, a fun-loving, like, outgoing cat. Loves everyone, wants attention from everyone. But my other cat, Mimi, was always more like antisocial you know, would hide all the time. But ever since we've moved, Mimi has like, she's been lovable towards other people. She comes out, she kind of socializes, she lets people pet her, she gets in people's laps. 
like even she notices the difference and you know I just I have more windows and like air ventilation in this place so it's just great every day I can like before like I had just like big because like I was explaining got a little bit off track sorry but I was explaining how it was like a store and a pharmacy so it was like big storefront windows and that was pretty much all the windows that I had I didn't really have any other windows I could open I just had those big storefront windows and they couldn't be opened and I had to keep them covered with curtains because you know being that big of windows being on the lower level you know it just was impossible to not have them covered so I had a ceiling fan which had for some ventilation but other than that like that was it so now I have I even have a balcony so I'm excited like in a couple weeks um my boyfriend and I, um, my boyfriend's really into like, um, doing like gardening and planting and everything like that. So I'm going to get like a little small garden bed going on my balcony and try and grow some things. We'll see how that goes. Um, so I, I couldn't really tell you if I have a green thumb or not. I've never really, I tried to have one plant, um, and then Trisha decided that the plant was going to be her everyday meal. And so I had to get rid of the plant, um, which sucks because, you know, I wanted to see if I could keep myself alive, a cat alive and a plant alive. But, um, yeah, well, the plant did not work out for the cat reasons, but now I can have stuff growing outside um, of course, in Wisconsin, you can't do that year-round, but you can do that from, like, May through October, at least, uh, with certain things. So, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm kind of excited to, you know, I don't really know, like, I guess if you have some suggestions, you know, like, let me know on Instagram, like, what kinds of things you like to grow, what kinds of plants like to have I definitely know I want to get peppers because peppers are one of my favorites and probably something I would use quite often um I want to try some fruits as well like definitely strawberries I can't really eat fruit a whole lot because of you know having IBS and being lactose intolerant it it really triggers my stomach but um I I still want to grow it and I can at least give them away you know like I can have it for other people um I also want to try like a few like flower plants um my favorites are daisies those are my favorite flowers I also like lilacs but I don't really think I can grow like a lilac bush um I, that'd be awesome if I could it would probably smell amazing um, but you know, daisies would be another one of my favorites. I also love tulips. Um, so definitely looking forward to, um, the different types of things that I can grow. Um, and we'll see how that goes. And, uh, you don't have to worry about like frost overnight, but the only thing I'm going to have to worry about is if they're going to get too much rain when it does rain. Um, but so yeah, I'm excited to actually be able to do that. Um, 
you know, and I just, I do, I feel so much better. I'm still getting over my cold. You probably can tell, like, it just seems like this cold is like lingering, 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 plus it's also springtime now. So the weather is kind of changing. And let me tell you about spring in Wisconsin. For those of you that don't know, for the past couple days, it's been in the sixties and now it's supposed to drop back down to like the thirties, forties with snow. So spring in Wisconsin is like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And you just never know. And it's like that pretty much through the end of May. So like I get sick with the up and down weather and I've never had allergies before really, but I feel like because I have so much more like fresh, clean air that I probably am getting some of that pollen and so, like, that's just really affecting me. And, um, like, I felt like I was getting better and then my sinuses were starting to bother me. So, yeah. Um, so, still getting over a little bit of a cold. But all in all, like, I, my, like, arthritis in my body has not been bothering me. I haven't been feeling, like sick like I do like every day I don't really get like unless I don't have coffee you know then I'll get my caffeine headache but overall I just feel so much better I feel like I'm in a much better mood like this move was definitely the thing I never knew that I needed and even for the cats, too, like, it's just had such a great effect on them. And, um, you know, honestly, I, I truly couldn't have asked for anything better. You know, I feel like, of course, I'm going to have to manage my money a little bit better because it is just a little bit more expensive, but it's, it's going to be worth it. Because it's so much better for me. You know, I still have to work on, of course, you know, moving into like a bigger city. Driving, <laughs> that's been really um, nagging on my anxiety. I will say that's been something I really like. Living in Cudahy, I would drive somewhere every day. Now it's like I pretty much will only drive on the weekends when I'm with my boyfriend. And um, so that's like once a week. And um, it's fine once I get past the city. You know, I have to get past the city to, you know, actually feel comfortable driving. And I feel like there's a lot of things, like, there's a lot of restaurants and shops, but, like, if I want to go to a grocery store or maybe, like, Walgreens or something, that's something I'd have to go more into the suburbs for. That isn't really something I could find in the city. Um, there's, like, one grocery store that's close, but it's one of those grocery stores where it's more like an ingredient produce kind of type thing it's not really something where you can go and get like fast everyday groceries like if you need to pop in a tv dinner or a frozen pizza or something like that that it's really not that type of store so you know and then the walgreens like i'm gonna have to drive into you know i'm gonna have to drive into the suburbs for that so i still have to get 
acclimated with that, you know, just getting through driving through the city and a bit more traffic. I can do it. I just have to feel more confident and get myself feeling comfortable um, because I know I can do it. You know, I've been doing so well now for about, it's been about a year since I've, you know, it's been a couple years that I've had my car, but about a year where I've been consistently like everyday driving. And so it's just something that that's definitely a bigger change when you're not used to driving or living in a big city. So that's like the only thing that really triggers, you know, my anxiety. Other than that, like I've just literally, I, I'm so, I gotta say I'm very happy here. I'm, I'm happy. I feel, I felt comfortable right away. I felt like I'd need like a time in my life, like a time where I need a couple weeks to adjust or whatever. And I really haven't, like I was able to sleep fine. Like it, I just, I can't explain to you guys how much I needed this. And I was so worried about it. And it was just like, I, I didn't want to leave the comfort of my small town, but truly it's, it's been a game changer for my health. I mean, it really, it has been, it's been such a game changer for my health. And I feel like I know it's another big step into growing as a person because it's living in a bigger city. You know, there's more out there to experience. And so I just feel like not just for my physical health and well-being, but just me mentally and emotionally, it's all just been a complete game changer. So... I mean, I couldn't really ask for anything better because I was so worried that I was just permanently sick. Like I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I really, truly thought that I just, I didn't know. Like I didn't know like if I, <laughs> I just thought I was like deathly sick. Like I really, truly thought that nobody would ever be able to find out what was wrong with me. And, you know, I was getting all these tests on and everything was coming back normal that I was healthy. And I'm like, but I, I, I don't see how this could be. And all it took was moving to a place where it's just cleaner and more like just fresher. And the, that's really all I needed was just like, where I can have more light and cleaner air. And that's really all my body needed. And so I'm just so thankful to know that, yeah, I saw my struggles with my health because, you know, it's going to take some time to adjust, you know, health wise when you felt that sick for so long. But I mean, already it's, it's improved so much. Like I wake up every day and I don't, I don't say, Oh, I don't feel good. I need to be in bed. Like I, I feel like I can wake up and feel like I can actually try and accomplish 
things that I was never really able to do, like getting my house cleaned or, you know, doing laundry. Like, I just felt like those were things like that were a complete and absolute struggle to do every single day because I just didn't feel good. And now it's like, of course, we don't want to do them, but it's like, I feel like I can see it and I feel motivated to do it now. And so that's just like a huge plus is that I was worried about, you know, how it would affect my health and like keeping up with like cleaning and everything because that was a struggle before and I didn't want it to continue to be a struggle. And now it just kind of seems like it's not going to be. And that's just, I mean, that's just so wonderful. And so, I mean, the cats and I were happy. We, we just really couldn't have asked for anything better right now. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy in love. Like, I really never thought I'd fall in love. And it just goes to show that no matter how much you think you'll never fall in love, the moment that you do, your whole life and perspective on love and relationships kind of really changes. And, you know, I always was one of those people that, like, would, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm never, you know, I'd always say, you know, and I still say that I, I, if my boyfriend asks me to marry him at any point in time, of course I'd say yes. But I'm also that type of person that I'm not out looking to get married either, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't feel like it's a necessary part of life. You know, I was always that type of person that said, why do you need to be in love? Why do we need to be in relationships? Why do we need to commit ourselves to someone? And, you know, you find the right person and you don't have to look at it like that. You don't have to look at it as it's like, I want someone in my life because well, yeah, nobody wants to be alone, but I want to share my love and wisdom and life with someone, not just because I feel like I need to be needed. And those of you that have a really good, strong, healthy relationship will understand where I'm coming from when I say that. It's not about really proving yourself of being in love or capable of it. It's more just finding the right person to vibe with and connect with. And it just kind of automatically flows. And, you know, I was always one of those. I was, I was that person that always said I was never going to fall in love. I was never going to find somebody that would want to be with me. But, you know, if if I can do it, then it's true. You know, there's somebody out there for you. You have to find the right person that's going to vibe with you and grow with you and give you an opportunity to show them what you have. And that's exactly what I've gotten. You know, a lot of people just kind of 
they gave up on me so quick. You know, they never really gave me an opportunity or a chance to show them who I really am. And so given being given the chance, we're both like so much in love with each other. And like I said, if you are in a real, true, happy, healthy relationship, you will definitely understand where I'm coming from with it. And it's possible. Like it really, truly is. And I, I couldn't be happier being in a relationship. I can't imagine what my life would be like without him. So if you're one of those people that are thinking love isn't for you, I, I guarantee you, you find the right person and it's just automatically going to flow. It'll definitely come to you. You can't force the relationship. It's just all about giving somebody a chance to truly prove who they are and giving getting a chance to actually know them. So, you know, just I feel so much happier and so much more confident in myself. The only thing that really has fallen through for me, which isn't a huge setback at all, and it probably, again, is something for the better. So I uh, recently, of course, you know, I said I got certified to be a peer support specialist. And then I ended up getting a job, but then all this stuff was moving and everything was happening at the same time that I got hired. And it was a lot. That was something that was definitely a lot that I really, truly couldn't handle because I didn't know. I was lucky enough to find the type of housing that I did because if I wouldn't have, I mean, I would have been struggling and probably not knowing where I was going to live. And so, you know, I was worrying about that. I was worrying about, you know, this new job. And it was a little bit more than I had bargained for, you know, especially because I do, like, being a peer support, you kind of, you're, you should go out into the community and, like, being a peer can be like, in a way, being like a friend to someone. So someone that kind of lives like an isolated life, you know, I try to like get them out of the house or try to get them to like interact. But the thing is, is like, you have to like, a lot of them don't have their own transportation. And so I would like go out into the community and meet them or go to their houses. And it just required a little bit more like driving than I had bargained for only because, yeah, my anxiety with driving, it wasn't so much that, but it was more so the fact of, I don't feel comfortable with how old my car is. You know, I don't know that it's like super reliable for something like that. So the job was supposed to be more of me being in office and like only getting assigned people that could come to the office or come to me or doing like virtual things, working with people. And so I feel like in the end, it, it's best that the job 
didn't work out. You know, it was also, I got hired in the middle of winter, so I'm an, I'm an inexperienced driver in the snow, and, you know, I even explained that to them, that I just, I didn't feel comfortable, like, starting in the winter. I was supposed to do, like, training virtually from home on the computer so that I could start, like, about this time during the spring, and so that was another thing. It was just like a lot of miscommunications. Um, and I feel like it was just a lot. They expected a lot more of me than I like told them that I was capable of doing at the time. So um, within the next couple months, I'm definitely going to look for something else. Um, you know, again, like be more specific with the job telling them that, you know, I can either travel to an office and work in an office all day seeing people. I can work from home virtually and meet with clients and talk to people. Um, I also have, like, considered possibly trying to be, um, like, remotely working for the suicide prevention hotline or the domestic abuse hotline. Um... Also, I was considering to being a 911 dispatcher um, because those are all things I can do with my training. So um, we'll kind of see where that road weeds me um, within the next couple months. Um, you know, it'd be, I feel like I'd be making a huge difference if I were to work for the domestic violence hotline or the suicide hotline. I feel like I would be contributing so much, um, you know, because as a teenager, there were times I called the suicide hotline a couple times, um, and I'm not afraid to admit that anymore. And um, honestly, you know, they were they were always so very nice to me and um, probably got me through some tough times that, you know, that I probably made it through many rough nights uh, and days being able to talk to them and, you know, having them listen to me and understand me. And, um, you know, who knows, they could have saved my life. Um, and so just having that experience with suicide ideation and, just having those thoughts and those feelings and knowing what it's like to be in the darkest place ever and feeling like you have absolutely no one to talk to. Um, you know, I've been there and I, I feel like those types of people that work the suicide hotline and talk to people and talk people out of suicide they're heroes, you know, they're saving lives. And that's, if that's not making a difference, I don't know. I don't know what is. And same goes for the domestic violence hotline. You know, I've never had to experience that myself, but a lot of that is, again, just kind of talking people through tough situations, giving them advice of what they could do to get themselves into safety, making sure they're safe, making them feel like they're not alone. 
And again, you could be saving someone's life from getting them out of a violent situation, saving a family. So I really want to make a difference in that sort of regard. But of course, being a peer support and meeting people in person and helping them and talking with them and actually still doing the same thing. Because you know what? I could be meeting with peers that are suicidal and, you know, they could just be telling me that in person. And it still could be a lot of the same things, but I feel like I could have a more with the suicide hotline, it's more of a worldwide impact as well, where I could help, you know, people from all over the world. So that's why I feel like that would be like a huge, like stride for me and something I really would strive to do. Even being a 911 dispatcher, I had brought that up because it's, again, it's the same thing. There's a, I think I may not qualify for that because I feel like I have to have a little bit more medical training if I were to do that because I, you know, once upon a time when I was in high school, I was able to do CPR and I was trained for it. But, um, you know, I, I don't know anymore. I definitely don't have the credentials anymore. I had lost them in a fire years ago, but... I think I it would entail a little bit more like medical training, especially because some people are going to call like if they they need to deliver a baby. I wouldn't really know what to tell people what to do. Um, so I'm not quite sure about like, you know, the training around being a 911 dispatcher. But again, it's the same thing. You know, people call you and... Sometimes people even call 911 because they're lonely and while it's not an emergency, to them it's an emergency because they're lonely. They want someone to talk to. They don't know what to do with themselves. And you just your heart goes out to those people because you want to help them and it's it's sad because it's not considered an emergency, but at the same time they know that they're trying to make a difference and help themselves. And so my heart always goes out to those types of people that are feeling alone because I totally, I understand it. You know, I get it. I've been there. And so, you know, I definitely look forward to making that impact. Um, you know, it just, it didn't go as planned this first time around, but I've got plenty of time. I've you know, I've got, I've got several opportunities that could come my way for it. And I just, again, I have to wait for the right one. You know, the first opportunity that came around, it wasn't the right one. And it just wasn't, it was kind of at an inopportune time, unfortunately. And so another opportunity will come around and you know it'll be the right one and so it just takes time and patience and I'll get there but you know it's just I I am so amazed at how much better I feel you know with moving and just the impact it's had on my health and just 
just me overall, I just feel so much better. And so I'm excited to get back into doing the podcast um, because I definitely, I have, I've missed doing it. I've definitely missed doing it a lot. So, you know, getting back into the podcast, maybe eventually, you know, get back into doing the polls at some point. Um, but, you know, all I can say is that sometimes, and I know we hear this a lot, but the things that you didn't know you needed or you didn't think you needed, you're getting are just going to make your life that much better. And so I only hope that things just continue to get better from here. Um, because I mean, that's, it, it truly is like to just feel like a whole new person is, I mean, I, I feel so, I just feel so thankful. I guess the only word I can think of to say is that I feel thankful that this is the answer that I was looking for, that where I was living was what was just affecting me, affecting my depression, affecting my mood, affecting my health. I mean, it's just kind of something that I'm glad happened. I'm, I'm glad that I had to end up moving. I'm glad that I had to leave like my comfort zone. And even though for the most part, I feel comfortable and there's parts that make me feel uncomfortable, I'm willing to like get through it and just, I mean, it's going to be so worth it. It's going to be so, so worth it. And so I'm just, I'm really excited to see like what the summer will be like living here. I think it's, I just think it's going to be great. And I feel like from here on out, I'm only going to be a better person, e even better than I was before. I'm getting better like every day. I know like every day I want to be like a better person, but this is like the real deal being a better person like it's just that much more like there for me so I I just can't wait to see like what this new adventure is going to hold and so um Within the next couple days, I, you know, I'm going to try and work on more of the podcast episodes and, um, you know, from here on out, it's just going to be better things. And, you know, I, I just can't wait to do more Tiff Totally and totally like catch you up on everything and tell you everything that's going on because it's going to be exciting. So, um, I mean, yeah, let's do it. I mean, let's get back into doing more Tiff Totally and seeing everything that is going to happen. And, you know, thank you for being on this journey with me. And I'm so excited to share it with you all. Um, and thanks for listening. And again, like within the next couple of days, we'll be back into the swing of things, you know, finishing off where are finishing up where we left off with soap operas and medical shows. But, you know, I just, I really had to update you on where I am in my journey right now. And 
you know, I, I appreciate you guys just taking the time to listen. Um, and again, like, I'm really sorry that I was kind of on a bit of a hiatus, but you know, I, I didn't plan on getting sick and I really, I really wasn't in it and I really was feeling pretty lousy. And then I just, you know, I was busy packing and, you know, getting things ready to move and it just was kind of a bad time. So, but it just, it feels good to be back. It feels good to be like a whole new tiff totally, if you will. And just stay tuned for more. I'm, I'm excited. And I, I think it's going to be, I just feel like I think it's going to be totally worth everything that I've waited for, that I'm still waiting for, that I know is coming to me, and it's going to be the right time when it does. And so it's just going to be, it's going to be a great uh, few new opportunities, I feel like. So yeah, I mean, with that being said, I will talk to you all soon. Thank you again for following me on this journey. I will be back. Um, but in the meantime, Take care of yourselves, be kind to each other, and we will talk soon. Bye.